future. I uh, I played Gone Home mm-hmm. um, recent uh, by recently. It was literally last night. <laughs> nice for the first time. Uh, yeah, for the first time, I was looking for something to play, and then I saw that it was in a big spooky house. We watched this with a big spooky house. I thought it made sense. <laughs> Very different from the Very movie. Very different, yeah. but um, I just saw that it was on your list, or you had played it, so I, I thought I'd mention it. Oh, on my Steam? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I played that when it first came out. That must have been like ninth grade, I think. I got it so for like a dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a nice little uh, walking sim, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good story. <laughs> yeah been forever i can't remember much about it it's, yeah it, i liked it because it was a you could sit there and you played it in one sitting and then that's it yeah just a couple hours mm-hmm. yeah it's really good good game well let's let's talk about an, um, our movie that's set in a big house yes this is general the movie i'm wondering how's blake and as always i'm joined by ransom ransom <laughs> brandon <laughs> <laughs> is that you again <laughs> uh and we're joined by jose and this week we did knives out um and for our meal we ate (laughs) (laughs) baked beans and sausage and biscoff biscuits crackers or as they say (laughs) uh cookies yeah because daniel craig is british (laughs) <laughs> yeah so he would call them biscuits but his accent would give them away you know so what is because he's supposed CSI to be kfc yeah uh, <laughs> he's supposed to say cookies but he says biscuit and his cover is blown yeah but yeah we ate that yeah we did not throw it up we didn't throw it up not yet no. <laughs> it, it it certainly tasted like uh the texture of what one would vomit in terms of the viscosity. Is it stuck in your throat? It is. As I yeah. was talking. It's stuck in my throat too. <laughs> I've been trying to wash wash everything out of my throat. My throat is very small to begin with and everything gets stuck in my throat. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Everything? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's very it's very tight, Blake. Okay. Um, <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> and yeah, I'm having trouble. Yeah. When I was talking, I felt like a little gap open up in it, and then I got a little more air than usual. It was very, very good, though. Thank you. You did a very good, good job. Yeah. yeah. Thank it you was very, very good. It's just beans are very... Yeah, those baked beans. It, yeah. It's like a mix of things. The 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 beans are very... I'm Pasty. Very fl- yeah, I'm very, I'm very <laughs> yeah. flummy right now, and then the cookies were dry as fuck. Oh, yeah. The cookies <laughs> are very dry. Yeah. I thought the cookies were good, though. I would not buy a big pack like that and just eat them out of the bag no no neither would i uh, two of them two were like good. good see if with i milk. had if i knew i had milk with it i would i would definitely buy yeah. i mean i would probably go to a different cookie first they were they were they were if anybody if if i'm sure no one's ever had these stupid cookies i've never had them. i've had yeah. them in the the cookie butter form oh yeah 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 uh-huh. yeah i'm, That's pretty I'm good feeling there. this holy shit it's but in my they, throat but they 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 were a cross between like a graham cracker and a ginger snap a little bit. Yeah. A little gingery. Yeah. Yeah. They I were they good. Were pretty good, yeah. They were good. Definitely, I mean if we we if we had these on a day where we got those incredible sprouts milk, I'd be I would crush up the whole thing and I'd pour it into the milk and then I would drink the whole thing of milk. Now you, now you just want cookie crisp cereal. Yeah. Dude, Cookie Crisp is my shit. I haven't eaten Cookie Crisp in so long. I, as a kid, I never got Cookie Crisp because my mom would always just like say that's just cookies and, and milk. And cookies for breakfast. 
<laughs> and one time, one time, I finally bought it for myself, and I thought it was fucking disgusting. <gasps> like texturally, it. I'd rather just eat a fucking cookie and milk. <laughs> no, see, you, I don't think the texture. I think the worst cereal is gross. The worst part about good. it is the texture of it. No, no, see, you let it, you let it sit for a bit. You let it soggy. You let it get soggy. And you're in for a fucking good time. No. What, did you just take handfuls out of the box and no, start No, I ate it, it as cereal, right? Yeah, I thought but it was you, disgusting. But you didn't put enough milk as I can hear. I know what the problem was. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm not a fan. Man, I'll have the I'm, cookie I'm crisps. Yeah. I'll have like the generic cookie crisps and I'll have a good time. I haven't had them in years, but um, you remember Shellfish, the feature that we did. Um, that I lived off cookie crisp morning and night. Right. When I didn't have time, I woke up. And I had to be on set in five minutes. I poured myself a bowl of cookie crisp. When I got home and I didn't have time, I poured myself a bowl of cookie crisp. It, I was running on cookie crisp. That's a commercial mm. somewhere, you know, running on Dunkin', but cookie crisp. Hmm. Yeah. That's not what we ate today, though. No. We ate cookies, which they would be good in a bowl of milk. I don't know. I'd, I'd be fine <laughs> dipping them into milk. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know how he could have, perf- like done multiple takes of just your mouth fucking dry as <laughs> shit after eating those cookies and the he, bucket, he has a bucket next to him yeah. where he's spitting it out <laughs> but i still feel like cut. it would it would still dry your mouth out a lot i'm yeah, sure because yeah. your saliva is all being taken out of you uh-huh. yeah he probably had a well, water you said that's why that's why he needed milk it's why yeah. he needed franny to go get him some milk maybe that helps him get in character then he really needs the milk and <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, Knives Out. That's what we picked this week. Jose, you picked this movie. I did. What's up? Um, not much. <laughs> um, no, I, I really like this movie. Um, I honestly don't have a specific recollection of the first time that I watched it. It's just something that, like, through its own, through its, like, through its, its quality just became something that I, I, if somebody asked me it's a movie, what's a movie that I enjoy, this is something that comes to mind frequently. Um, I think there was a lot I liked about it, how much it reminded me of Clue um, when I watched it, how... Because they even have, like, the Clue portraits at the end. Right. Um, I th- the, the cast probably drew me to it. They all, all actors that I really enjoy and, and other things. Um, I like The Last Jedi, so I'm sure Ryan Johnson probably um, was a factor in, in what got me to watch this movie in the first place. But yeah, it's just, just a movie I really enjoy, and, and it's something I watch. Every time I watch it, I realize something new. And I love movies like that where, where I'm always getting something from a subsequent viewing. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just excited to talk about it. Yeah. I watched this in the theater when it, right when it came out um, and really enjoyed it the first time. And then I didn't watch it again until we had it for your birthday and we went and saw it. Um, and yeah, I, I really liked it too. Same with same with Last Jedi. I liked Ryan Johnson. And um, what other movies did he do? Was it like Looper um, as well? Did he he Looper? did Looper. Okay. That's the only one other one that I've seen from him um, other than Last Jedi. But yeah, I really liked it. The cast was And fantastic. he did a couple episodes of Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. I'm curious. Oh yeah, no, he did. He did a uh, Ozymandias. Yeah. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the big one. Um, yeah. So I knew of him by name from those, and I I think I watched this movie with my mom maybe because I remember we talked a lot about it. So this was a good one to share with her because she just loved the cast and she loved everything about it. And um, yeah, I think it's 
really well written and it's just fun to listen back to like every every actor is really just they're on like their characters are all so fun to watch and so like stupid but funny and and kind of in the same way clue is but i think um these feel like real people where clue also feel like no none of them feel like people um but yeah yeah um i didn't watch this in the movie theater i watched it i think i watched it with the family in the other room once and only got half the movie because everyone's very loud whenever we watch stuff um together and so i watched it again after that by myself and i really liked it um i would call it clues better brother (laughs) (laughs) the one that went to college the one that's that's yeah (laughs) it's very smart it's very well written Um, no holes that i could tell there's one there's two there's two there's two there's a hole within the hole there's a hole a donut (laughs) donut there's a couple that don't really bother me (laughs) there's there's well yeah there is two there's there's another one that kind of bothers me okay okay um, but we'll get to that. Um, but but as a whole, um, it, it's it's very very well done. I am surprised. Um, to to me, the Academy Awards snubbed this. Completely snubbed it. Was it nominated for anything? I think writing. Yeah, okay. it was best uh, uh, best original screenplay. screenplay. Yeah, the Academy lost, so... lost to Parasite. Okay. I mean, I like Parasite more than this. If there's one thing that, like, at least I thought deserved a nomination, was Anna de Armas. Like, she, I agree, she yeah. deserved a nomination for this movie. I agree, one hundred percent. I think she was robbed of it. She was great. I agree, totally, one hundred percent. Or even I think, Daniel I think, Craig is supporting. <laughs> I think Daniel Daniel Craig as as I mean, he, I'm sure he could be nominated as. Um, best actor mm. in this because he's he's the only other male actor that that carries the film mm. um jamie lee curtis's best supporting actress i think she is great she's good yeah in this yeah 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 she uh, i mean having just watched everything everywhere all at once like five times within the last two weeks i just like i fall more and more in love with her like every time i watch her in anything she is so good um yeah this one included yeah i don't i don't understand i don't understand the nominating process or anything like that i can't remember what else was nominated that year but i'm sure there was like plenty of stuff that could have been kicked off for this because it really is like every time i watch it the more and more and more i enjoy it because uh it's it's damn good i think like one of the things about this movie is you can watch it in and look for like the dialogue and the and the things in the background that are probably hinting towards the the mystery but then you can also watch just fixating on the actors and their expressions and the and their delivery and that that's a whole different way to watch the movie just fixating on that and i've and it's yeah i think this movie deserved a whole lot more for nominations than it did the way it's the way it's put together the way it's edited um is smart it's just so smart. Um, yeah. Well, why don't you give us that smart log line of yours, Brandon? It's not very smart <laughs> at all. Um, I have 
A nurse protects herself by constructing an alibi constructed as the last request by her employer friend employer slash friend, a famous mystery novelist, after she may have mistakenly given him an overdose of morphine and he takes his own life to cut. That's as simple as I could make it. It's good. There's a few more twists and turns in there, but there's a lot of twists. There's a lot, yeah. But good. Wanna give some fun facts, Jose? Yeah, I've got some fun facts for you. Uh, Knives Out came out in 2019, which it feels like this movie came out a lot longer ago than that, but 2019. Has a runtime of two hours and 10 minutes, and it was written and directed by Ryan Johnson, who also uh, wrote and directed The Last Jedi, and uh, he directed Looper. I'm not sure if he wrote that. He also wrote Looper. And then, like we said, he directed a couple episodes of Breaking Bad. Some of the best ones in the series, too. Yeah. Uh, I saw Fly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a was another one. one. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he does, He really hasn't done all that much. It looks like a lot of music videos. But he's going to do, what, two more Knives Out for Netflix? Was yeah, that what he was Two more Knives Out. And I think he's contracted to do his own Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. I saw they said that that's like on the back end right now because I think he's just yeah. got so busy with his projects. But it definitely seems like he, he really picks his projects and spends his time on them. Yeah. Because, I mean, Last Jedi. I, w- I wasn't among any of the happy few that sent him death threats for that, but um, I did like that movie. I, I did see an interview with him like earlier today about how he enjoys that reaction to his films. <laughs> yeah. Because he 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 likes that people have their their own opinions about the stuff that he makes, and people are allowed to express that. I mean, I'm sure he could do without the death threat threats, <laughs> yeah. but he he likes that a movie can be dis- divisive like that and, and have that reaction. I mean, if if you're gonna get those threats and sort of division from anything, it's it's like a it's a major series like Star Wars because, man, those fans I, are in everything. Those fans are shit. Yeah. <laughs> they're fucking they're I, in every I'm sorry. corner. I, I do like Star Wars, but Star Wars fans can be really fucking shitty <laughs> yeah. to each other. Nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's just so they're like ridiculous. Assholes. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Yeah. There's always this superiority thing of like, I know what's the best of the series and I need to count myself among the few fans that really do. The worst are yeah. Star Wars fans on Twitter. Everything, anyone the on Twitter worst. is the worst of the worst. what they're on Twitter for. They're all, they're all pretty bad everywhere. Yeah. I'm not a fan, so I... I remember <laughs> I had... Uh, I had Force uh, Awakens spoiled for me on Reddit. Is that because you watched... um? Uh, a new hope yes <laughs> no um <laughs> on so there's the 4chan subreddit on reddit right every single yeah, post yeah, yeah. had um <laughs> what was it kylo kills kylo Hans. red kills han solo his dad or something like that yeah um they they did that they spoiled i think that's what spoiled after for me that, too i i didn't i like uh, unsubscribe from that subreddit. I did the same thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every single post had the spoiler in the fucking title. <laughs> yeah, on their banner, yeah. 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 They did that That's for The Last silly. of Us 2, I know that. So they've they've done it for a lot of stuff. Um, I think mm-hmm. that was the same thing that got me off their site. I mean, that subreddit too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, if I can move on to Cinematographer. 
Yes. The cinematographer is Steve Yedlin. He looks like he does all of Ryan Johnson's projects. He did Looper, um, Last Jedi, Brick, um, let's see what else? San Andreas, the recent Carrie. Uh, yeah, he's done done quite a bit, but sticks with sticks with Brian Johnson. I was just saying, I think Glass, uh, Last Jedi is, is a it's a well shot film too. Mm-hmm. You know, barring any plot issues, I think it, it looks really nice. The I always remember the colors on the salt planet, like yeah. the red colors are so good. And uh, when when uh, what's her name like shoots the ship through the um, the bad guy ship? I don't know that character's name, but obviously. you know, yeah, shoots the ship through the bad guy ship. <laughs> yeah, you um, know that moment in Star Wars when they shoot the ship through the bad guy ship. Wait, it's when she kamikazes uh, the Holdo. ship. Holdo, yeah, Commander yeah, yeah. Holdo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that image is so good. Just oh, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, but that. that's not. Would that be cinematography or no? CGI? I'm, I'm, I'm just saying visual wise. Visual yeah. wise from mm. the movie. Oh. Cinematographer does everything in the movie. No, they don't. I'm, sh- I'm sure they. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure he was in a conversation about that. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Unless he wasn't, and then you know. But yeah, that was that was a good that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Ryan Johnson, he he puts together films well, I'd say. Yeah, I'd yeah. say that, yeah. Well, character corner time? Yeah, let's do it. It's a rough one. It's a rough Is one. Is it really? Me. I mean, there's not really a whole lot of There's characters. a lot of characters, Brandon. There's less characters in this than there was in, in Clue. I don't think so. Sure. Well, one, two, because three, because they, all the all of them have children. Well, some of them have children. I have 15 characters. This is more than Clue. This is way more than Clue. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do okay. Okay, so we have Ana de Armas, who is Marta Cabrera. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the detective Benoit Blanc. <laughs> Blanc. Blanc. Benoit Blanc. Um, I don't know the two other detectives. I know one is played by Lakeith Stanfield, but I don't know his detective name. He's Lieutenant Elliot. Lieutenant Elliot. Do they name the other one? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Wagner. Trooper. Wagner. Trooper Wagner. Trooper Wagner. Um, Okay. Then we have the patriarch of the family is Harlan uh, Throm. Is it Thromsby? No, that's Thromby. Thromby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thromby. Uh, We have um, uh, Tony Collette is Joni, right? Yeah. Yes. Joni and her daughter, Kimmy. I don't know. (laughs) What's her name? (laughs) I don't know what her daughter's name is. Daughter from Family Gay. Meg? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> the help is Fran, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, okay, I'm gonna start listing names. So you got you you got everyone outside of family so far. Okay, in the family, and, and you got Joan, Joni, and Meg. So, um, yeah. So okay. yeah, you just have you just have two more subgroups and and a mom. Okay, I'm just gonna list names and then whichever ones I don't get. We got Richard. We got Linda, mm-hmm. we got Jacob, we got um, Richard, Linda, Jacob, Ransom, Hugh. Uh, we have Anne. No. Uh, who's Walt's? So Walt, and then who's Walt's wife? For the number of times I've seen this movie, I have no idea. <laughs> it start, it starts with a D. Diane. Close. Diana. Oh. Donna. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then who am I missing? Mom. Walt. Ransom. Oh, I only... Is that you back again? 
Do they not just call her Nana? <laughs> I don't know. I thought, I thought she was just like Great Nana or Great something. Great Nana. What's her name? Juanetta. Juanetta. Okay. What a name. What's up a Ransom? Ransom's a good name. I like Ransom. Ransom? Well, obviously named after something in a book that mm-hmm. her father wrote. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did I miss anyone? No, that was it. That was all of them. All right. Yeah. I did okay. You did You did very, very well. I did a little look-see over you, before this, but you, I didn't study it. I think you're you're doing better now. I, I think this pr- this practice has made me become better at it. I think the more you like a movie, the more, and probably the more you like the characters, the more you remember their names. That probably is it. <laughs> Excuse me. I just really <laughs> like Ransom as the name. Yeah, it's a good name. But he makes the help call him Hugh. Yep. Because <laughs> he's an asshole. <laughs> I like that clarification she adds at the end. <laughs> you made the help call you Hugh because you're an asshole. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, okay, let's dig into it. Let's dig into this this beefy movie. This is a beefy movie. Yeah, there's a lot. I'm, I can't imagine like the the script of the interviews and then the flashback to the. I think I think I have the script. If you want to look at. Oh, it. do you? Yeah. I imagine it, it, it. I wonder how how that would read. Um, like it seems like, it seems like it, it does it well, but this first thirty minutes of the movie are pretty dense in terms of exposition. But I mean, it has to be for for what the movie is. But I think it do, it does well to maneuver and and give the information to the audience that it needs to give. I really I really like introducing like every character gets introduced. Um, through the interview process, um, whether it's it's them telling the story and then flashing back to the party, um, and just even even Donna, who is minimally in the movie, she could just walk by and look in the background at something, and and it gives you a little insight into like, oh, she's fucking spying for Walt is what she's fucking doing there. You know, you get you get these. The, the whole family dynamic within this group of characters is very um, well-tuned. And you have a different flashback of the same event for each character. Yeah. Yeah. How, the, and like when they're blowing out the cake or like they have the cake and they're different people behind uh, uh, Harlan, Harlan yeah. every time. Yeah. Yeah. You, you learn a lot about the characters on how they viewed the night as opposed to how someone else viewed the night too. So it, it's a really good way to introduce every person and, yeah. and what what their um, motive is too. Yeah. You, you see them each painting themselves in a better picture than what, what they actually were. Mm. Yeah. And it seems like only, only um, Linda is really the one that kind of, because what she doesn't really tell much in her story, right? Because he tries to, um, Blanc tries to egg her on to um, talk about Walt's publishing, and then Linda's very clear like I'm not going to give gonna it throw my brother under the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. edit is, is one of the one of the funnier parts of the movie for me because Richard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, Richard she's... immediately starts talking shit about Walt, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and that that kind of speaks to her in general too because she she's she's obviously like a part of the whole like money grubbing part of the movie but she also like doesn't have a motive she's family oriented yeah she seems to be more one of the more um uh i guess out of it from this incident well she's Um, she doesn't she's she's the only character that doesn't have her hand out 
You mean that's getting a handout? That she she's the only character that's not asking her father for yeah. money. Yeah. And she's yes, the only one yes. that doesn't lie to to Blanc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She she did get a loan to start her business from her dad. A small loan of a million, million dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the who 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 uh, who said that he he started out with a small loan for a million dollars? Wasn't that Mitt Romney? It was Trump. It was Trump. Yeah. Oh, it was Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was Trump. Mm-hmm. Was? Yeah. I thought Mitt pretty Romney much verbatim something. a small loan of a million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Small loan of bullshit. Good yeah. meme. <laughs> Great meme. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's a lot of Trumpy shit in this. Yeah. I think. If I were to give like a criticism, I think it's the politics talk that is too on the nose to me where it's, it's just kind of like the immigration talk. I think it's so fucking good. Yeah. I I think not, not that like, not, not the, any particular stance of it. It's the way that that scene, um, establishes them as people, I think is really interesting. And one thing that, that I noticed on this viewing is that there's one shot of them calling over Marta. Yeah. Right. And then there's the actual way it happened where like none of them even acknowledge her presence when she's been called over. Right. And so I think this conversation of them, you know, of their immig- immigration and all that, it, it just establishes them as, as their people as kind of just like a rich family who's kind of, they like to talk about the shit that they don't know a lot about, but they're, they're loud and they're opinionated. And yeah. I think, and I think it serves well to, for, to establish them as that. Yeah, you're right. That scene is very telling. Like, especially I love when Richard talks about Marta in his interview and he says, we're welcoming of her. And then it has the shot of him like beckoning her to them mm-hmm. and it looks very kind. And then, yeah, you get the context where he's basically saying, oh yeah, tell me you're, you're, you're an immigrant from wherever he thinks she's from. And he says two countries, <laughs> he's, right? He, he says Paraguay and Uruguay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then like my favorite character moment of his is when he's talking like after bringing her over he hands her his plate yeah that's just yeah, like he doesn't even hand it to her he just holds it out yeah yeah for her to take like not even <laughs> acknowledging her presence and yeah. any other movie would cut away to her facial expression someone would say something right or, yeah yeah but but it lets it just happen and it just lets his character that just be a moment for him totally yeah yeah and that, that goes throughout the whole movie, I think. There's so much of that. But what 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 struck me is that he he is talking like he works for his money. Right. Like like he like he didn't marry into money. Um did they say what he does for work? Does he work with the real estate? I think he works with the with his wife's real estate company, but he she owns it. He does not own any part of it. Right, because she mentions that he forced her to sign up, him to sign a prenup. Right. Yeah, yeah. They signed a prenup. So, and that's that's on the note, um, at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah, yeah the, with the note, I think that's what makes it so important for Linda to be such an outside observer and like kind of not the one that's not seeming like he she's so reliant on his money is I think because that makes that scene so much more impactful because you're kind of rooting for her a little bit more than everyone else. So, well, it's the game. Yeah. It's the game. She says in the interview you, with my dad, you had to you had to find a game and mm-hmm. play it with him. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and that's, that's their game. That their game because when when she is um, going through her stuff, she has a stack of these letters from him, which is is the game that they would play. Um, and you figure out at the end that that it's invisible ink that she has to heat up in order to read. And there's ambiguity which in is the way it's, it's written. Um, cause she says something like you had to have your own, did you say language or game? Like game. Yeah, game. You had to, and, I, I think and, yeah, and it could be interpreted like two different ways, right? Like one, like some people know each other well enough through looks and, and gestures that you could communicate that way. And I think that's like the obvious way that could be interpreted. And then it's a literal game. Um, well, it's a literal game because right, it's a literal game. because Go, mm-hmm. um, Go. He played Go with both Ransom and Marta. Um, with Ransom, they just took their conversations a step too far, and their game turned into arguing in front of people. Um, they were both dramatic. They wanted everyone to hear them argue. Um, and then with Martha, their game was the banter that they have back and forth with each other. Um, it's, it's friendly. I'm going to kick your ass. Oh, no, you're not, you know, kind of stuff. And, and the friendship that they had, cause you have, you have these times where they're flashing back to Harlan and Martha just being alone and, and she's doing, she's just there with him just reading, um, or, or doing something else. And he's like, Oh man, you know, this is what I found Richard doing or, Oh man, this is what I found that out that Joni was doing, you know? Um, and she's non-judgmental. She's just there as a friend to him. She's not judging the rest of the family. She doesn't treat anybody any different, even though she has this inside information. Um, but I think that's the games. Those are the games, mm-hmm. you know, her, her game was based in, in friendship and companionship for him where he got that from absolutely no one else. Mm. The games had to be different for everyone else. It wasn't the real, like, yeah. 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 I like that. And that's what makes her storyline with him so much more tragic at the end when, especially when he kind of reveals everything and he's saying, Oh, it's just, it's tragic. It's just a series of really unfortunate events uh, back to back because their relationship was so genuine and, and knowing that she was the only one that he got that from, um, without boinking him uh makes it so much more sad (laughs) (laughs) boinking my father (laughs) and and that's what makes like his actual like moment of death so much worse is because he's he's really doing everything i mean he says it's for her mom which it which it likely is but he's really doing everything because he wants to make sure she gets the money like he wants to make sure that that she is not held responsible for his death and 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 is really the person that gets her. His yeah. Wealth. Because he's the only one who knows that, that she's getting everything. And right. If, if he doesn't cover it up, she's not going to, she's going to be implicated. She's mm-hmm. not, you know, they would have a reason to contest the will. And he's willing to do everything that he did for her, which is, mm-hmm. is so nice. Yeah. They're, they're he, so great together. And like yeah. speaking of him covering it up or coming up with the plan, I think that's, that's what this movie does the best for its genre. It tells us, in the middle of the movie who killed him. Right. And I think that, that that's not what you normally do in this, in this whodunit type of movie. Right. You don't find out till the very end, which we do find out at the very end, but 
it, it goes from this murder mystery. We get all the interviews. We see all, we meet all the family and we find out who everybody is. And when we, we start, we start thinking, oh, it has to be this just based off of the clues that we've been given. And we're, we're, we're ready for this ride of, okay, which one of these people who lied to, to Blanc, who, who did it? And then it's like, oh shit, it's technically Marta. And then the rest of the movie is us rooting for Marta to get away with it. Mm-hmm. So it's a completely different type of movie than the normal, well, you would expect in this genre. And I, and I think that flips the whole expectations for the movie on its head. Right. Um, and like, we don't meet Ransom until after that point, which yeah. helps with us not, not expecting Ransom to be the murderer uh his intro at the time that he's introduced like a lot of that's so well thought out when we meet characters when we're given information yeah you only meet him at the will reading really right or like one of the things is the dogs they mm-hmm. um they tell blanc that meg woke up to hear the dogs at 3 a.m and then for the for the from there until we see ransom every single interaction with the dog is pleasant until ransom shows up but by that point where we're given that information we've forgotten that yeah right because that was the least important part of the of the exposition for for the audience and so there's so much about harlan covering it up and when those clues are are given to us that make the second half of the movie that much more exciting Mm -hmm. yeah what what else happened? What was the twist? What were what what else is going on? The, what is the donut inside the donut? <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Because you because of the nature of the movie, you know, there's going to be an extra twist or two at the end. But it really is like um, the whole blackmail scheme added on to everything. In addition to who hired who hired Blanc is yeah, it's it's some great great extra layers where you feel like I already know what happened, but but there's a lot that you don't even know that you should be thinking about that by the end of it, it's, it's the tie up, even, even though I know it every time is, is so satisfying because it really does tie like so much together. And um, yeah. Yeah. And the way that, that, uh, that Marta and Benoit Blanc work that in tie up together, kind of, um, they do kind of become a, a, Sherlock Holmes and a Watson kind of. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's fun to see her act as a Watson. That's trying to thwart Sherlock, like everything yeah. she does, like, and a lot of it's, a lot of it's pretty smart, like using the magnet, which was pretty but good. She, she thinks she is, but he tells her at mm-hmm. the end that, that he knew. Right. Because if he knew from the first time she stepped foot in front of him. Yeah. And what I do like about her trying to um, get it, uh, throw him off her path is that the cops aren't idiots. I think a lot of the movies would have made these, the two cops part of the investigation, just, just completely lost. And then they're actually there and, and they're, re- they're relevant to the, to the, to the investigation. And I think they, they use them well. They introduce the recording at the beginning of the movie, which just, is the cherry on top at the at the end? Um, they're they're used to to great effect, I think, for for what their roles are. Yeah, yeah. But when when Marta's like walking up the mud and she she realizes her foot her footprints oh, are there, she thinks <laughs> yeah. she thinks on her feet. I yeah. mean, she there there's there's two back to backs with the VHS tape and then the the mud. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I wonder, so is, so is Blanc like knowing that she's messing that up on purpose? Is he just acting dumb there? Yeah. When, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause so, cause we, and it's such a great callback with the, with the blood on the shoe because you see it and you feel like, oh, she's going to get found out and it's never mentioned because she's already been found out, which is, it's such a great way to, to throw back to it and be like, oh, and I it forgot, doesn't yeah. show him seeing it. Mm-hmm. It yeah, just yeah. shows it when she gets home and she sits next to her mother and then it zooms into her shoe. And you, and you do see him looking down at her. Like the second that they're, they interact for the first time. He's looking at her shoes. Oh, okay. Yeah, for yeah. like, <laughs> for the most indistinguishable amount of time, but he does look down at her <clears throat> shoes, and then he, and then the scene just keeps going. Like, there's no, there's no pause to acknowledge him looking down. Right? You see that he does it. You never acknowledge it again unless you watch it and you're looking for it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't notice it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of his actions, what is he doing on the piano? Um, inserting himself into the conversation without saying anything. <laughs> Every time just, yeah. he does the, he pray, plays the key. Uh, changing Lieutenant the Elliot asks, asks them what time do they get there. Oh, uh, okay. So the the oh, really? piano playing is him prompting Elliot to ask them what time they got to the party. Yeah, I just I I always noticed that there was a change in the questioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know it was the time thing. Yeah. How closely do like lieutenants like him work with like a private investigator? Is it just because he's so like world renowned that they would work with him so closely? That's what it seemed like. Yeah. Where it seemed it's like, like a oh, very yeah. like psych type thing. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Like just a private investigator shows up and inserts himself in the. Like so much that they would essentially reopen the case. Because yeah. they're pretty much only there because he was hired. And it seems like a lot of his mo- reasoning to reopen the case is because Trooper Wagner knows him really well mm-hmm. and is able to vouch for him, I think. I-, I think he Trooper Wagner does a lot of that. He's able to vouch for, for characters or provide context, like him and Joni and her being an influencer and... Um, what, he seems to know a lot more he's about the fan. Them. He's a yeah. fan of the Fromby books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a great fanboy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and to to the benefit of the detectives, he's able to provide information, not just uh not just be useless. Mm-hmm. If you if you guys were famous writers, would you fill your like mansion with things related to your books? Because I mean that's what he does, you know? Are you do do you do that? Well, I have stuff from almost every film I did. Actually, same because I have like I don't have a lot, but yeah, yeah, but I do have some stuff because I still have I have the poop mold we use in the spooky dookie, (laughs) and that'll be worth something one day. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) When it gets picked up for the feature, the feature sequel, Um, I have the the stool puzzle that we did for the spooky dookie. Uh (laughs) Um, Yeah, I, I have something from each thing. I still have George's fake head from Doom. I have it up yeah. on a pie, on like a spike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We keep different things. We keep different mementos. Things. Yeah. And having such a crazy knife. But circle. to me, he would, he would have to have those things commissioned. Right. Because they're from his books, but there's been no film or TV rights to those books. So he would have had, had to have had them made and then placed. And he's a, he's a uh, he's a very theatrical 
person. Like he loves the the game, like you said. He yeah. loves the show. He he likes he Harlan likes all of that. So I like I like his house. I hate the knife sculpture really thing. I fucking hate it. Why? I used to think, <laughs> oh, you know what? That's pretty cool. But it's just gaudy. It's it's in the it's middle of the much. fucking room. It's like there's only two people that that sit there and are in the middle of that thing. Um, one's Martha, but she's shot from the side. So she is full on in the middle of it. Everyone else is to the side. Um, but it plays such a great role in the plot by the end of it. That's the only reason why it's there. The whole house yeah, bring yeah. the fake knife in. I still, think it's cool. I still think it's cool. Yeah. I guess those, maybe you could argue that Harlan is able to be so good at what he does is because he surrounds himself with that sort of vibe. Like he surrounds himself with his past. He's made probably. his he's made his house as comfortable as possible so he can he can write and be creative. Yeah. He wants to run around and look at that circle of knives and put his head in between and be like, What if <laughs> my next novel what if, what if I cut my own throat on these knives <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which he must I'm sure he loved coming up with his idea like like his final act before he dies is basically coming up with a, a, his own plot in a book that he's going to be a part of like yeah. which is a whole he writes it down in his journal that would be a good idea on how to kill someone and fucking writes it down. Mm. No one looks in his journal because mm. his means of death, supposedly from what he thought was right there. The last thing he wrote in the journal. That's true. No one looks at it. Maybe he hid it. Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't think about yeah. that. Yeah. Obviously he, they're the detectives aren't as good as they thought. Well, they, they're not, <clears throat> they're probably not thinking what well, anything that he wrote wouldn't be. Yeah. See, see, to me, if you commit suicide, um, the first thing the police do is say, where's the letter? Where's the suicide note? Right. Yeah. So they would probably look for check here, check in, there, yeah. check everywhere. And everyone would have gone through those things and, and seen it. Um, that's the real world, not the fictitious film. With yeah. a knife circle in with, your yeah, library. Without, without, without a suicide note then it becomes kind of suspicious. Mm -hmm. Which he, sh <laughs> he should not have killed himself in front of Marta. <laughs> That's such an awful thing to do. I know like, it is. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to wait until she comes back in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then put evidence on her shoe. <laughs> I don't think he meant to do that. I think she just walked in the moment that he was going to do it because she goes out and she stops but and he she did. Comes he had in. time to say something to her. Yeah, like you have to go now. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like, uh, oh, I'm gonna scar this girl it's for dramatic. the rest of her life. Yeah, what, what yeah. A bad, every, bad timing. Every time she spends one of my dollars, she's gonna think about <laughs> yeah. me slitting my own throat. Yep, yep. Yeah, I just thought about it this time through. I was like, man, what an awful like thing to see like one of your best friends do like right in front of you. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Seeing all that, I bet like the amount of blood that she saw from that. Oh, it didn't look like he bled a whole lot. It was pretty thick, like under the. I saw that the they couch. had to digitally remove some of it because they wanted to get the PG thirteen rating. Oh, really? That's mm. why. That's yeah. Why. So there's a couple. There's a few things that they changed about the script on set, and some things that they changed after the fact. 
because they wanted a PG-13 rating. Ah, they take out like, any F-words? Um, so in the scene where Ransom tells him to eat shit, <laughs> I think he was supposed to like tell him to fuck, fuck off you. or something. Oh, okay. fuck, fuck, you. fuck you, fuck you, fuck but you. He, but they wanted a... Yeah. Uh, they cha- they wanted I the like rating the eat so that each shit went in. He's eating brown yeah. cookies and he's telling everyone to eat shit. <laughs> That's true. Um, so that which, was one of the things yeah. they changed. Um, I can't remember what other lines were changed to to accommodate for that. There was something that was edited out or deleted scene that that was for the rating, but I can't remember what it is right now. Wonder if all his Netflix ones are going to be PG-13 still. I bet you they'll just, no, they don't need to be rated, right? If they're on Netflix. Yeah, but net, yeah. but they, they still, still have, have to have system. releases if they want to be like award contenders. Yeah, but oh, you don't right. need to, I mean, if it's going to be on Netflix, then they will, because like the only reason to, they would push PG-13 is for the money. Bend over backwards, right, yeah. yeah. To make sure, make sure the youngins can still go to the theater. And youngins are watching R-rated shit all the time at home. Mm-hmm. I, I I think I think Stranger Things has more gore, horror, and swear words in it than, yeah. than Knives Out. Is oh that, yeah, is that technically rated like MA? Do they even have a rating for that? There's a thing up up at the top. It just says like. Has disturbing, has disturbing it images. Yeah. Like mature audiences, doesn't okay. it say something? I don't know yeah. if it says. Mature. I don't remember. I don't right think it now. has a TV MA rating. Because the this recent season, the way that they die is <laughs> that's <laughs> fucked fuck. up. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's way worse than uh, on off-screen uh, throat cutting. My, uh, my, yeah, yeah. When when uh, Chrissy died, that first the first death, I said. Wow, she's really twisted. And <laughs> heaven hit me. <laughs> Can heaven watch that sort of thing? Heaven like watches it. Heaven okay. watches that Because we watched it with she uh, she loved it. She loves it. How old is she? Uh twelve. She's just turned twelve. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah. Because she's loved Stranger Things ever since it, it came out. She, yeah. Yeah. Um we watched it with Tiffany's nephew, and I th- he's going into sixth grade, so I think he's around the same age. Um, yeah, you're you're younger, probably. and he closed his eyes. He couldn't handle it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, he couldn't handle Aww. it. <laughs> he was like, "I'm scared. I don't want to watch the next episode." And he didn't. <laughs> yeah, she's my horror buddy. She she yeah. loves it. She yeah. loves yeah all that stuff. He was able to finish it, but that night he was he was scared. You know, but I guess that just shows um, girls rule, boys drool. There were there were no surprises for Heaven and I with the last episode of part one. You you oh, we knew you all we knew it? Yeah, yeah. we knew it. Okay, yeah, we had it both. Yeah, Tiff- we Tiffany both pretty much each, guessed it. Too, we yeah. both had each half of it figured out. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I was seeing that a lot. That like everybody had it about half figured it out. Um, like one, uh, like because uh, it was like three connections. All be- it was one the same person, right? I, like I was seeing a lot online online at least on Reddit that like everybody had one of those figured out but not all three connections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's I think it's well. I think the the final moments of it are connected really well. I liked mm-hmm. how that I liked how it was uh, cut. But well, this is not a Stranger Things podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure but, there's plenty of those. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. But this, it, just like this, just like Stranger Things, this movie has a lot of really well edited plot uh, plot lines cut together perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, it has the MacGuffin. It has, it has two, two MacGuffins. One is the letter, um, which is, uh, Richard's first lie. Richard's lie. 
um, when he lies to the police about being there and not talking. Well, yeah, I talked to him and, oh yeah, she's going to, he's going to put, um, uh, the mother in a home and he wanted me to tell Linda. Um, that was his lie. Um, and then he goes in to get the letter after, after the death and it's blank. So that's, that's, that's a MacGuffin. Um, and then she sees it at the end because it's her game. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I think the, the other MacGuffin is the knife whenever he's talking about ransom and he says ransom, um, um, that he plays with life so much that he doesn't know a real knife from a stage prop. Right. And so then you have him killing himself with the knife and then later ransom going to kill Marta with the stage prop. Mm. Yeah, um, what a great so yeah. what a great callback. I think yeah, great callback. Connected to the letter also is the baseball because Richard is the one who throws, throws the baseball, the baseball out and she puts it back. Because yeah. she found it like would have Linda found the letter had she not have had to go and put oh, the, baseball the baseball back. back. I didn't even yeah. notice that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's great. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. good. And, and the way he throws it is so weak. It just like it's, it looks throws. good and then it just like limp dicks <laughs> yeah. right out of the right out of the window. Yeah, it's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah yeah don johnson was good oh he was yeah, don johnson is really good he's really movie. good um walt i think is really good i love michael shannon michael so much. shannon's probably like the i think he improvised the the most out of anybody yeah just the inflection of his voice and like any role he does is it to me is so interesting i just want to listen to him and uh his limp was perfect i love watching him limp i felt bad for him <laughs> really i did i for felt bad publishing. for wall yeah um because he was under he was under harlan's thumb the most of anybody um it and was, he was it also... was like he got put into a position and 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 even even harlan says i uh, whenever he's talking to to martha about about um about the family and he's saying well maybe i should have been i should have been um nicer to Linda and Ransom and I should have been more of a father um, to Joni and I should have encouraged Walt to write his own stuff and not just deal with mine. But, you know, running a publishing house, you doesn't mean you're going to be a writer, you know? No, but, but he could have encouraged him to do something more. Yeah. Other than, other than just publishing his father's books. I mean, yeah. Linda, Linda nails it when, when she says, was it Linda or was it? Yeah, it was Linda. She like scoffs and says, well, my dad gives him, gives him two books, two a, books year, a year yeah. and he just publishes. Yeah. Them. Maybe, maybe Harlan being the Republican that he is was tired of handouts. <laughs> and that was like, that, that was the. His reasoning behind it. He wanted it. to cut down on the entitlements. Yeah. <laughs> he realized the entitlements were in his own house. He does say I cut all four of them off. So it was um, Ransom, Joni, Walter. And Richard. Who's the fourth? Meg. I would think that I would think Meg, but because he does say neither 
to Joni, neither you or Meg are going to see another cent from me. But what did Meg do wrong? She's just going to college. Uh, she's she getting an SJW degree. <laughs> <laughs> what do you from mean? What really did she do expensive wrong? College. But if you're not going to pay for Meg's, are you going to pay for Jacob's? Jacob's going to go completely in the other direction because he's uh, a fascist Nazi shithead. He right? doesn't need a degree. He has Twitter. <laughs> I think he's going to do just fine on his own. Yeah, um, Joni's not on Twitter anymore. That's why she's yeah, she, got, she got kicked <laughs> off of Twitter. Yeah. What the hell was she doing? Uh, yeah, but I mean, he's equal opportunity cutter offer. You know, <laughs> yeah, he cuts off the 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 conservatives and the the liberals the same. Yeah, Joan, Joni's storyline is is one of them that frustrates me the most because like. She she's um because she puts herself off as much more of like the liberal person in that conversation. So it, you you kind of think she's maybe a little bit more open, a little more caring, and then no, she's like she's skimming the money that's meant for her daughter's college and then taking it for herself. Well, no, she's double dipping, double dipping, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. And taking yeah. all that money. Um, and and um at a hundred thousand dollars a year yeah <laughs> fuck that's like that's an expensive like that's like private school prices or religious schools like those linda, are... linda does have a have a point whenever she says um he's paying for her social justice um uh, what what did what did she call? She says SJW neo fascist neo fascist. She yeah, goes, she goes she says. yeah she goes into a big tirade. At least she could have stayed for cake. She's that's you know, true. Yeah, that is yeah. true. She should have stayed for fucking cake. You can meet your friends any day, but your grandfather only has a birthday once a year. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's what makes a lot of the characters feel more real, more tangible. Yeah, because. A lot of times characters are written in a way where they're so one-sided and they're so fixated on the one thing that, that defines their character, but they all tend to say things that we, we would think as well, right? We would probably have similar opinions of Walt if we were related to him and we thought that he only made his money off of, off of the publishing company, right? Like everybody has opinions like that about their family members. So it makes all the characters feel that much more realistic. Mm-hmm. And in on on top of um Joni's daughter, what's her name? Meg. Meg. Um on top of Meg Meg, uh she's someone who you also think, just like Joni, who you think is much more like caring and 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 uh loving towards Marta. And then when she realizes her money's gonna be gone, that's out the window. But but Marta says I'll no, no. I'm gonna make sure that you're taken care of. I'm gonna and make then she sure that you're the phone because she knows she's gonna get the money, which is like, it still is just so she just wants the money. Like that's all she's pushed for. Well, I mean, she's she's not gonna be able to go to college. She's not gonna be able to finish college. But I think like if you I really, mean, I don't know how Marta. I don't know how long she has been in college. I mean, she could have been. You know, getting the same bachelor's degree for six years, right? Yeah, you know, um, but, that's but, that's not that's not stated. But but if you were going to college and in your junior year of college or your senior year of college, all of a sudden your funding is going to get dropped, and there's no way for you to pay for college because you can't apply. You can't apply for student loans or a FAFSA because 
on paper, your family makes too much fucking money for you to get any kind of assistance. But if she was really caring for Marta in that way, she wouldn't have called in that context, like called with everyone surrounding them, like pushing for her to like, okay, get you need to get Marta to give us the money. I think there's so many more ways that she could have done it. Like well, there's more a lot caring of, to her. I, 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 I don't know. I come to Meg's defense because you have a lot of older relatives putting a lot of pressure on you, putting their thumb on you in this instance, because you're the closest out of all of them to March. She's the one who goes out of the house and welcomes her in, um, yells at the police. Like she, this is granddad's nurse. She's part of the family, you know, um, she's not the help kind of thing. Um, she's the one who shows the most concern about Martha from the very beginning. Um, and she apologizes to her for what she did, Mm. which was telling them about her mom being illegal. Yeah, I. But, um, but that's but, the thing. Like, I think, but, regardless of but they her, did it, it's a lot of older relatives that that are putting her in a position to where she feels obligated to help the family. I I would say to a point because she stops talking to Marta once she knows her money's secured. She's not doing it for the family. Once once Marta says, "Oh, don't worry, you're okay," she just hangs up. She doesn't even say anything else. Like, she's like, all right, I don't care about if my family gets a cent. Mm. I know I'm set. I'm not saying she doesn't have uh, plenty of, like, good qualities. Like, she's surely the only one that treats Marta well. But once, but I think just like with anyone in this movie, once the money is being pulled back from them, the knives come out, you know? Yeah, well, it's, it's, the, it's more so with Ransom. Because Ransom's whole thing with Marta is, I'm going to make sure you don't get caught for doing what you did. Mm. And in return, you're going to give me my cut of the inheritance mm-hmm. and fuck everyone else. Um, she's not even asking for that. She just wants to finish college. Yeah. It's it's still the way in the time that she called where it's like she was calling under the guise of, I care about you. And then, but I'm I, think, yeah, and, I think it's when she calls because Marta's obviously distraught and anxious and overwhelmed by the situation and Meg's like hey I know you're having a rough time but do you think like I could still get that money like it, it just seems like an insensitive time for her to to call um, yeah. and, to, and, and to ask about that like I would feel if, like in if, her if her, shoes. if her relationship with Marta was as strong as it is as it is implied to be she could have waited for that it whole thing to sure blow thing. over yeah, yeah. for her to ask about which, it. Which would go a bit more that she was pressured to call. But then she just does hang up. She doesn't, you know, she didn't even say bye. No. Yeah. You know, um, but that's what you're saying. Like, not everyone is, like, so, like, cookie cutter. Perfect. Like, perfect. Yeah. yeah. And they all have interesting, like, <clears throat> uh, different choices and opinions that sometimes prove them. Just like like Linda, I think is one of the perfect examples. Where during the will reading, she's so, "Are you poinking my father?" and that sort of thing. Well, she gets mad. I mean, they all get they all get. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's Walt gets really mad. They all get mad. Yeah, yeah. um, because they're kind <laughs> then, of it's the fake. It's the rich fake. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. from the very beginning, the oh, how are you doing, kiddo? And then she gives her. A, <laughs> I, a I wanted fake you to hug. come to the funeral, but I was outvoted. Yeah, <laughs> that line is 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 so. Like you just gloss it over, <laughs> and then by the third time you gloss it over, it just starts to click, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. 
after the will reading or like during that whole scene, the, the shift from the, to the, the camera movement when oh, like, it she leaves the house handheld. It, it goes handheld yeah, yeah. yeah. oh that's so i it's love good. it every time it that's really good yeah it's a good time to do it mm-hmm. and it, <laughs> it captures the moment very well walt seemed to have forgotten his cane so he was like he's like in pain you can see he's so <laughs> in pain yeah <laughs> and then i like listening to linda and richard because she keeps telling him to open the door and he's like how do you want me to open the door <laughs> yeah um, yeah, what what does he say? You want me to break the window? Or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of I know one of the deleted scenes. No, oh, just just to add on to that, at at the end, whenever they're driving off, she says, "Why didn't you get her?" And he, he says, "What do you want me to do? Do grab the bumper oh, yeah. with my teeth or something like that?" <laughs> yeah, it's a really there's some really good lines in that that whole. Um, fiasco. Sequence, yeah. yeah. Um, I know a lot of the deleted scenes were about Blanc and like his detective, like his actual finding information and that, that part of his character. And I know one of the things was him looking into Joni and how he bought some of her like products and what, some, what was it called? Fl- not sploosh flan flam 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 um something that was deleted from the movie was that he had a rash from using her product <laughs> <laughs> and then so then that like it's part of like i think what it was the original idea was that's his first indicator that Joni is broke and that there's motive there for her to uh, to potentially be the the suspect so like like there's there's like there was an inclination that he tried to learn about them before even arriving at the house. Um, oh, there was more of that in the movie, and, and a lot of that was cut out. Um, yeah, it would have made it really long. Yeah, it would have made that first half of the movie feel. Really, it would have dragged. Yeah. 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 And I think that's what makes this movie so strong to me is he's not really the main character and in, and in, in, until like the end where he's piecing it all together. But it's great following Marta. If it was more focused on him, I think I would care less about it because she's such a compelling person and what's happening to her, you're rooting for her so much that you don't want to leave her side. Yeah. So if it was so much more about him, then it's more like it would feel like you're splitting it up too much. Like you don't know the movie that you're trying to make here if that was the case. I like how he brings them together. Like he, he tells her, okay, I want, I want you working with me on this. You're going to be, you know, you're going to be my Watson mm. or yeah, you're going to be Watson to my Sherlock. Um, I like, how, I like how he does that. Yeah. Be- it's a nice because, team. because he wants to keep an eye on her yeah, because yeah. he <laughs> thinks she, she may have killed Harlan. Yeah. Oh, I love when she, when the dog brings her the the piece of the uh, <laughs> the wood, the wood, and she just throws it. In. Yeah. <laughs> it just comes back anyways. And, yeah, yeah, and it just it comes straight to him while she's not looking. Yep. Um. Yeah. It's gonna come back anyways. Yeah. Yeah. They play it well without showing like kind of him doing the work because by the end of it, where he kind of reveals that he know he knew a lot more throughout than we thought. Uh-huh. it's it's nice because when just like with the blood when you see the blood you're like okay, why hasn't he noticed that like he's supposed to be this great detective but him revealing at the end that he has known it all along it makes it makes at least made me feel like okay i was 
I was expecting him to be this great detective. And then he is like, suddenly is like, okay, I, I was noticing all these things that like you thought I should have known because I'm supposed to be so good. And it brings him all the credibility back when and, he brings that. When and he, it's like, like his character knows the empirical information, but he follows his gut and he knows that it's not, it's like, he knows that it's not actually her. Uh-huh. He, 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 he says like from the first interaction that she has a, a kind heart. Right. And he follows that feeling through the whole movie. He lets that be his guiding principle instead of just the facts that are, that are in front of him. And I think that like makes is what makes him an effective detective. That mm. he he doesn't just work off the first thing that he sees, but he lets the story unfold. And like you said, uh, what is it? Rainbows, gravity, gravity's rainbow, gravity's rainbow. Yeah. Um, that whole idea. He, I think. It's not something he just, yeah, until it happens. It's not something he just says once and then, like, it's just a line that sounded cool. It's something that we see throughout the movie that's actually his process, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially with uh, uh, Wee Wee. Wee Wee (laughs) is that her name? Who Wee Wee is the grandma? Oh. His his conversation with her, like that's essentially all he's doing there is he's mm-hmm. t- he's taking the time and he's um But she yeah. obviously talks to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Her but we don't smi- see it. Yeah. Her smile at the end is so <laughs> fucking <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah. Really. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way she's staring at like anytime you see her, she's she's she just looks funny. Um, staring right out the window and just <laughs> ransom. <laughs> Are you leaving already? Um, but yeah, um, Blanc's conversation with her is 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 so sweet and like really, um, it's it speaks a lot about him and how he, like he really does care about the people that is surrounding the uh, yeah because the, no one uh, has mm-hmm. we haven't seen anyone come to her and say I'm sorry your son mm-hmm. has died. Um, we don't even know that she fucking gets it. Um, they're, they're yelling at her. Uh, Walt is yelling at her at one, at one point, <laughs> you want something to eat? Are you hungry? And then Linda comes up and says, she's, she's already finished off the entire salmon spread. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Old people are often, uh, not even seen. Written off, overlooked. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And her, her and, tying it all together is so great. And they do. They they don't even really acknowledge her, mm. other than that one. Other than that one scene, when when do when does anyone ever talk to her? I think it'd yeah, be funny if we found out she just stays in the house with Marta. <laughs> yeah, just. <laughs> I'm sure she does. I'm sure yeah. she does. Is she, sure. at the, is she in that last scene when they're all looking up at at Marta? Oh, she's not outside. No, no. She's, Maybe she's, she's looking out through one of the windows. You can <laughs> <She's>, see her. <laughs> yeah, she's in the house. It would be nice to see her sitting. Or to see Martha um, bring her bring her tea or bring her coffee whenever she has her own mm-hmm. um, in the house. That, that would have been a nice... Yeah, um, that would have been nice. A wrap up for her, I think. Love yeah. seeing her hold that mug. Like, you just see the my house on you the top of it. You just see the my house, yeah. And that's the very first shot, too, I think, yeah. seeing that coffee. My house. Uh, yeah, you my got house. the shot of the house 
And then the shot of the mug. Mm-hmm. My house, my rule, my coffee, my rules, my <laughs> yeah. rules, my coffee. Right? Yeah. I love yeah. bookends like what that. A, what so a good. tacky mug that I feel like only Harlan would use. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think anybody else in the movie gives me the impression they would like, like that. Except for Martha stuff. at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. At least none of the family gives me that, gave me that impression that they would enjoy the tacky stuff in the, in the, in the house that he has. So many weird, um, like stuffed people everywhere. Yeah. yeah. There's like a captain and there's other shit. It's just weird. The must- funniest thing I think about the set is that I, like, there's so many things yet the painting of Harlan was not done for filming. Oh really? It was not. So every time that that painting is visible in the scene, it's green screen or it's like CGI. in after that. That's why he, he, well, he changes it, his it, expression uh-huh. all the time on it. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that. But that. the entire yeah. movie, that painting wasn't done for filming. So it had to be CGI in for every scene. Oh, wow. There's, cool. yeah, there's ones where he's like kind of scowling a little bit. Ones where he's just like, just plain faced ones where he's, Grinning a little bit. Oh, yeah. that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, was there any other uh, holes in the holes that you had thought of? There's one thing that always bothers me when I watch this movie, and what, I can't remember your, it right now. You can't remember it? I'll no. tell you what bothers me. All right. Ransom doesn't kill Fran. It's two hours difference, right? And he ODs her on heroin, or heroin, on morphine, morphine, but he doesn't kill her, like, in that two hours, within that two hours. He's supposed to meet her at eight and then they change it to 10 for Marta to go in there at 10 o'clock and she's supposed to be dead. Right. I think from what I could gather online is that morphine has starting effects in like 10 minutes, but it doesn't kill you immediately. And and we also don't know how much he gave her. Yeah. Well, he fucked up. Yeah, he did fuck. He does fuck up. Because there is a lot of time. And if you're thinking about yeah, there's like. There's a lot of time in between it, The beginning of the movie where you, it's a very clear stake. Like if that happens, you have like 10 minutes. Um, ten, 10 minutes before you're dead. And that's yeah. why he had, that's why he kills himself. If he would have just waited for an ambulance or even just gone straight to the car and drove. Yeah. Um, he would have been okay. Something that does bother me relating to that part of the movie is Marta just walking through the fucking uh, the hair salon, the hair salon, like nobody's business, and that doesn't bother me so much because I grew up in a small town where we would do that. We would go in the front door and go out the back door, and then go in the back door to another place. Um, I did it as a kid all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. like, oh, we, we, did it. we did it all the there's time. Today. Um, I always just attributed it to like. I just assume that they're like, oh, it's just another brown person who works here. They just let her walk through. <laughs> no issues. Um, usually, usually because um, if if you're a business on Main Street, is well in my hometown. If you were a business on Main Street, you had a rear entrance because that's where the parking was, and you had a front entrance because that's where the walk up door was. So you could walk in or out of both of those doors. Um, so it's not so, um, it's, it, it's not just like there's one entrance and exit, like, like we're used to now and like the big shitty, mm-hmm. um, in, in smaller towns where there's parking in the rear. Right. Yeah. You get two entrances, two exits. What did bother me. Even Marta's house has two 
Yeah, that oh, was, right, right. That was weird because yeah. that's an apartment. Why does it right. have a rear? Maybe a townhouse or something. It was just because it's a long. Maybe they long, just have interesting, very very dark hallway. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. want to be walking in that hallway. Um, one thing that did bother me though, not related to the movie, but to the trailer, is that shot of Fran with the spider on her face is in the fucking trailer. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Really? I never watched the trailer for and this so movie. And so when so when she walked into there, I was like, I know what's gonna fucking happen here. She's gonna turn on a light, and it's gonna be a spider. Uh, I've always hated the spider. It does seem. So did I. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. Like it's a boo. <laughs> like it's so. I think it's there. I think it's there because you're supposed to think that she's dead. Yeah. And she's not. Mm-hmm. So it makes the the spider's not the jump scare. It's her being alive that's the jump scare. Yeah. And then the and- spider is a red herring. <laughs> <laughs> Um and her saying you did this is also a red herring. Yeah, because it's not you, you did this. Yeah. In the the captions, it is you. It, yeah, yeah, it is so, you. Yeah. So they did a good job in the the captions. Imagine uh, they just put you yeah, in the captions. Yeah, and then yeah. it would completely wreck it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think you and Hugh, kind of. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of cheating if, a little bit one for, part of for the just movie, one. Thing for one twist yeah a lot of this movie doesn't give me pat myself on the back for writing this vibes that does yeah <laughs> <laughs> that does like man i'm so fucking smart yeah, yeah. you yeah. and you and, yeah that gives me that um, vibe but. but i think i think the um you could miss that hugh is ransom's first name right um, mm-hmm. if you're not paying attention, um, because they own, well, they get it whenever they, we only get it once, right? Whenever he's walking up and they, they say, um, and I call him Hugh and he said, no, call me ransom. Only the help calls me Hugh. And I think they mention it when they're talking about who was at the party at the beginning of the movie. I think when they're telling Blanc, like who was there, they use Hugh or they I think use ransom. They say, I think uh, I don't remember right now. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's, not used even a lot. if even if it's two times, right, it's, it's still not, not a lot. definitely not used a lot. Mm-hmm. So, if you're watching it the first time, you're you may not catch it, and it may not be that um, obvious to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but yeah, I agree with you. It's it's <laughs> the Hugh you thing is kind of yeah, yeah. a little obvious. Uh, but it does lead to um, Marta telling the lie and holding it in. I think is great for her. Because um, I always love when she has to throw up for for lying, and uh, it ending with a lie like that, and then spewing onto Chris Evans' face. I is- like I like the fact that she does lie, and then she throws up in the cup in her car. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. before before <laughs> Blanc can get in the car. Yeah, um, I like that. Um, I like the the uh, bowl that Ransom orders. I want an empty bowl. Um, from, from the waitress, whenever (laughs) she brings the beans to the table. Um, cause he knows everybody knows she can't lie. Um, he said he knew it from like a Christmas party or something. Was it from, uh, 4th of July party? Yeah. yeah. Um, that she couldn't lie that there was a game that they played, I guess. And, and she could not lie. Um, so everybody knows that she can't lie. So that, that makes her the most trustworthy person in the entire household. Even when she first throws up, he said, uh, Blong says, I thought you were speaking figuratively. <laughs> I thought you were speaking figuratively. <laughs> um, I don't know why I just remembered, but in the 
when we finally get the flashback of Ransom sneaking into the house through the trick window, um, I notice that Ransom's the one who puts his foot on the ledge, not uh-huh. Marta. Yeah. So it's, it's it was always his always his mud. Yeah. Um, I, I, oh yeah. I didn't notice she, that the first couple of times. She puts her feet all the way through, mm. like climbs in, mm-hmm. but he can't. He's too big. So he get, he puts his uh. body in first, and then puts his foot on the ledge. So that so you could have you could have watched that and been like, wait a minute, I remember she didn't put her foot on a ledge. If you were smart enough during the movie, if you were like fucking hyper, if you were Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah, hyper yeah. aware of everything. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. one of those because when you're watching a movie like this, sometimes you can't tell if it's something that like, oh, maybe they just didn't show it on camera, or maybe I am just that smart. Uh, and I feel like with me, it's more like anything I think where I'm like, maybe that's an oversight. Oh, that's probably just the movie, you know. Um, but if I were that smart and I could and I could decide that, I should I should probably be a detective myself because that would be a hell of a thing to figure out on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. But Blanc, Benoit Blanc did or could. I'm I'm so genuinely curious about the sequel and how they're going to. I mean, the, they've announced a lot of the cast. Yeah, I, I'm just genuinely really good cast. Curious as to the sequel and how they're going to use him again. So the only one coming back is is Daniel um, Craig. Daniel mm-hmm. Craig. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Do they color his eyes in every movie, or are his eyes just naturally that pretty? I think the color of I, his I think eyes. That's, those are just his fucking eyes. He has some very. I, I noticed it in. I mean, that's the only good thing about the the uh, last James Bond film is that I got to look at the color of his eyes. And you were just so enthralled by. Yeah, it. you yeah. think it's I the love, color grading of the, the movie? I think it's the color grading <laughs> yeah. of the movie that brings out his eyes it's in, in his, every single movie he's in. It's yeah. in his contract. It's yeah. in his contract. Mm-hmm. It's like Tom Cruise and his height. It's Daniel yeah. Craig in his yeah. eyes. Yeah. I think he just might have those types of eyes, though. Yeah, like very, the type that very make you pretty. stare. Yeah, very, very unique mm-hmm. color of of. It's like it's like Caribbean ocean blue. <laughs> is like you've done a lot very of very vibrant. Is there like two paragraphs on his eyes in there in your notes? Huh? Two no, paragraphs on his eyes. Just one. Just one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just genuinely curious, <laughs> like how how this works as a as a sequel is it going to be a thing where there's a, there's gonna, like the main character is not going to be him again it should be yeah to where he's yeah i don't know maybe maybe this sets up uh, enough interest in him to follow him through the clues now i don't know yeah i th- i think that'd I be know. a fun way to like they already did it for this one maybe the next one like is actually you're following him through and yeah going step by step through the process or something. So this would be like his introduction and now now we're going to follow him through like Perot or something. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm just yeah. genuinely curious like how how they replicate something so unique without it just feeling like the same movie again. Especially like with another two murder ones mystery. Yeah. yeah. With two ones coming as well cuz yeah, there's there's the twist of this one having you know who done it very early on in the movie is like is unique enough where it's like okay that's the movie that's why this movie exists is because of that twist and because of her being the main character so can you do that you can't do that again right um unless the thing with this series is that you know who did it <laughs> and you have to kind of on the side see him what, figure it out who what really did I it i would yeah. like probably yeah. you know 
expect from from the sequel is maybe all like him trying to wrap up his story inspired a bunch of ideas that would have been like okay this doesn't work for this movie but this would be a way to wrap up another murder mm-hmm. and i feel like um I, you know i saw an interview with him saying that he really struggled with like the like how to get her to commit the, the murder and be innocent like that that was the biggest struggle for him with this movie just trying when to he came like that was the idea that made the movie was like someone thinks they kill another person but they're innocent and yeah that's like he had to figure out how to do that and because, how to do it and really, have us still sympathize with her mm-hmm. yeah yeah because really she was that good of a nurse mm. that she knew the the difference and what she was what vial she had in her hand. They call back all, all the time to her being very kind. And and that being the penultimate reveal is like, well, no, she was always a good nurse. She was always like, she thwarted Ransom because of her kindness to stay with Fran. Yeah. And, um, and for playing the game her way and mm, not Harlan's way. Yeah. Um, or ransom's way. Or ransom's way. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was neat that even even though ransom had switched the vials, he switched. He switched what was in them, right? He took yeah the morphine and put it in. She knew which one she had. Um, so she gave the correct. She thought right whenever she looked at the labels. She thought she had given the wrong thing, but she had given the right thing and the right dosage because of the. Because she could tell by the viscosity of the liquid. Yeah. Yeah. It was viscous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I his, thought that was a good twist. His wrap up is is so nice. His voice is is so pleasant to listen to. I I I hope he's the main character of the next one just so I can get so much more of him just talking his thoughts what, out. What are the two digs that Ransom gets in on him? It's one of it's CSI KFC. Yeah. And one is something foghorn leghorn draw. 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 Yeah. I think he pretty much got it. There's probably another yeah. another insult added in there, but yeah, <laughs> I think that's I, I I I liked Chris Evans in this as Ransom as well. Yeah, um, I think he does his does the character really good. Mm. I I think what this movie does really well is that it's an ensemble movie where the ensemble is together for most of the movie, mm-hmm. and I, I think a lot of ensemble movies will split them up into little groups and. And maybe they'll convene together at the end. But this, a lot of the movie, they're together and then they, they really let the chemistry that they have as a cast. They feed really off flow. each other. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it works even better at knowing they're just the family bickering and that they're able right. to feed off, not just like <laughs> each other, but okay, yeah, we're we're siblings and we're fighting over this and that. Yeah, it works really well. Yeah. I don't know. Harlan's an asshole kind of. Yeah. By 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 not giving I mean, he could have given something to make Marta comfortable and not giving anything to any part of his family at all. <laughs> not even creating a college fund to pay for Jacob going to college. I mean, he probably I mean, knew that's that he was a Nazi. Unfair. <laughs> but it's pretty unfair. I mean, to me, it was, it was pretty unfair to punish him. Like you, you just cut off his, his dad from making a living. Um, and in, Return, you're cutting him off too. Yeah, it's a pretty extreme measure. It's, it's, an, yeah. it's extreme. Yeah, but he was he was cleaning house. You know, something mentally for him. That's but what he wanted. 
he alludes to the fact that it's Marta's idea, doesn't he? What is he when saying? he's talking to her? When he says, "I finally did it. I finally cut the strings on all of them." Um, I've always gotten the impression that Marta just sits there and listens and lets him and lets him talk yeah. and lets just him like develop his own ideas. It doesn't yeah. say anything. Yeah, I never got the impression that because she never she never treats anyone any different or anything or never, you know, only her barfing really tells the truth that she she doesn't want to tell that Richard is having an affair. She's trying to protect the whole family the entire way, she, even to she, the end. She doesn't yeah. want to, yeah, she doesn't want to, you know, say anything bad about anybody. And that And that really speaks to her character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's even like, she's willing to admit to the whole family of what she thinks she did. Um, Yeah, every step of the way, she's always trying to be the better person and... That just shows more why she deserves the money. I mean, you're right. He takes every cent, but <laughs> um, I, I, but you're right. The most with Walt is is someone who was just doing his job, and supposedly was doing it fine. The publishing was running, but just automatically, pretty much. Well, and but, he is doing his job. He's trying to sell his dad on film, and TV rights, yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, and hey, the, the like Netflix, that. the there's, Netflix there's money people came to me. They're telling us we can make this much amount of money. Like I'm trying to make your publishing more profitable. Like here's a way we can do it. <laughs> yeah. It, Cause it's not like I want to make something of my own. It's more like this is a good opportunity for you. And then he just gets, he just fired. <laughs> I yeah. feel like that seems yeah. a little. It, it, it feels really yeah. unjustified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause he really does want to make, he wants to do it well. Yeah. yeah. Were, were the other he people He's doing his job. Yeah, yeah. Were yeah. the other people like Richard cheating on 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 Linda and Joni taking the money like very and Ransom's just an ass. Um but yeah, he seems to be someone that was earning his keep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Justice for Walt and his Nazi son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what does Matt call him? An alt-right troll? <laughs> alt-right troll dipshit. And then she, um, and then he responds with a liberal snowflake. In the same interview I was watching with Someone Ryan, says, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it's Linda, yeah. <laughs> in that same interview with Ryan Johnson I saw, he's like, oh yeah, I based Jacob off of like all the internet trolls that like shit on The Last Jedi. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Totally see that because he's on his phone constantly typing. <laughs> uh-huh. So he's he's obviously trolling. and then he's fucking yeah. live streaming the Marta the, leaving the house. Yeah, yeah. After the after the will reading, yeah. and, and he, he calls her a, a, a anchor, anchor baby. baby. Yeah. 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 You you had sex with my grandpa, you anchor baby, or something. Because like <laughs> he's he's pretty much silent unless he's challenged until that where he like he feels like he could get a dig at an immigrant, where he like that's when he he can take yeah. his chance. Yeah, yeah. Him and him and Don are very very much in the background. Mm. I mean, not really used for much, except for what he heard. Donna like the line I remember is when. Ransom selling them to eat shit, and she's like, "How dare you use that language around my son?" <laughs> like that's the line of hers that's that I remember. Yeah, um, yeah. that was interesting though that you pointed out that you can see her like skulking around for Walt. I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Though. Yeah, it gives you her can a good see her purpose, in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. From the main cast, though, I think she feels the most like underused yeah. and underdeveloped. Yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of 
probably why she's not the big name. You know, well, any last things we want to talk about before we move on to quotes? Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have it right here. Um, that Harlan's Harlan admits to Martha about cutting the line. It's based on Martha's advice. He says that. He says it's based, based on yeah. her advice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, still unsure who the fourth is. Cause there's Walt, Joni and Ransom and you would think Meg, but he cuts the line on Meg with Joni. Would he not just be talking about Richard? It, it could be either Meg or Richard. I would probably say most more Richard. More Richard, because yeah. Richard's the one who has the most to lose, I guess. I think it's less like <clears throat> speaking like I'm cutting him off financially, and it's more like I'm cutting him from the family in a way, I guess. Um, yeah, in his letter, he does write that he it's time for her to cut um, like cut loose the dead weight or yeah, something, yeah, like that. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I love that look between between uh, Linda and Richard at the end, where Richard's trying to get her to talk, get the lawyers on the phone. He's like, "Oh fuck, she knows." Yeah, I also like that Harlan's Harlan tells Marta exactly what to say to the police so she won't throw up. Yeah, and in what order? And okay, so you tell the truth, but it's only, you know. It's the truth, fragments. the way you're going to tell it. Yeah. The fragments of the truth, yeah. It, it works so much better, too, because the way every character is introduced in those interviews, it's like telling the, telling the story of the night, but through their perspective, and then you get to hers, and you expect like what she's telling him, but then it just tells what really happened, and once he says, okay, you're going to be interviewed, and then here's what you're going to tell him, then it cuts back to them in the interview room, and that's when she gives the story, where I think it's it's so good, where mm-hmm. you're not sure, okay, is this the story she's telling them, or is this what really happened? And then when you see what's happening, it's like, okay, this must have been what really happened. And it ties all back like really well. I like how Martha turns the, um, turns the conversation, um, with Walt. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Because he's, he's saying, well, if you give us the money, we can use the money in order to make sure that your mother is, is legal. We have really good lawyers. Our money can get really good lawyers. And she says, well, you know, if that's all it takes, then I have the money and I can get, Har- Harlan I can get lawyers. Harlan gave me all your resources yeah. and so I have the resources <laughs> to get really good lawyers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that twist. Um, I like that she she's not she's not just she's not just a stupid character, mm. which would be so easy to make her stupid and and like bumble through all of this stuff that she actually she actually has thoughts and she thinks on her feet like with the the VHS tape. The, the modern technology that they have of the VHS tape <laughs> yeah. on SLP. Um, the mud. The mud and the mud and and that, you know, um, not cowering. It's um, what makes everything from the will scene onwards so, like, gratifying because she has the power now. And, yeah. And pulling it over all these rich, rich people is, like, so satisfying. But she has a means to lose it. Mm-hmm. She she very much has a means to lose it. She yeah. thinks that she's guilty of of actually killing him, actually being the reason why he killed himself. Um, which is sad. It's a, it makes it makes the ending very sad. That's 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 here. Whenever he says, "If if he would have just listened to you, listened to you, and waited for the ambulance, he would he would have been fine. Um, and nothing would have happened. Um, yeah. A lot of it a lot of it is based on listening to Marta." I think um, her advice, what 
she would do because she's a good person. Because in her environment, everyone thinks they know what's right. They, everyone thinks they know what she needs to do and 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 yeah, and what's tell the, her what and what's do. the best because mm-hmm. they're above her. Yeah, in station, and she she yeah. finds the most success when she makes her own choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which is a, which is a very good commentary on classism. Yeah, let the poor people run the and world. Immigrants and immigrants. Yeah, rich people. Don't know nothing except Elon Musk. Want to move on to quotes? <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, I've got my quote. Oh, I have another thing. Mm-hmm. There should have been, there should have still been barf on ransom at the end. Oh, there's way less barf than there when, actually yeah. is. When he's, yeah, when he gets initially barfed on, there should have still been like fragments of it in his hair at least or something. Cause they walk him out and he's like perfect Chris Evans yeah, again. Yeah. Um, he should have had at least some, some barf on him. Yeah. And that's some chunky barf. Because he, he should have been dirty. Yeah. I mean, it should have been carried over that. Okay, we're taking him out. He's dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taking out the trash. Taking out the trash. Taking out the garbage with yeah. corn. <laughs> I, I just remember corn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's always corn in barf for some reason. Even mm-hmm. if you haven't had corn in a while. Yeah. There's, there's still corn in there somewhere. Well, Jose, what's your quote for the movie? Um... I think Walt has the best quotes in this movie or a lot of the better quotes, but it's when ransom for uh, right after ransom tells him to eat shit. Walt says, I'm not eating one iota of shit. (laughs) (laughs) And it like falls into the background of all the noise, but I noticed it in this most recent viewing and I'd never noticed it before. (laughs) I was dying. Yeah. But yeah. Um, my quote is um, at the end when Benoit Blanc is recalling what happened uh, through the past few days. And he says, what were the words overheard by the Nazi child masturbating in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> the Nazi child. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and he's not. He's just in there. Uh Trolling, trolling on his phone. On his yeah. phone. Yeah. Well, see, he's just sitting. He's in there. telling the story in like every other like flashback. I'm not convinced that that was actually what he was doing in the bathroom. That's like, true. That's how I've yeah. always taken yeah. the movie. Since none oh, of the other narrators that, that, are reliable, <laughs> he's having his flashback to the bathroom <laughs> on his phone. But just because none of the other narrators are reliable i've never he's seen. not reliable either. yeah he very well could have been uh-huh. masturbating yeah <laughs> masturbating to dead deer is that what richard yeah. says <laughs> dead and then deer. he's like do you want to uh do you want to go skippy he says to walt <laughs> do you want some milk with your cookies um okay i'm gonna i'm gonna do the i'm gonna do the what one um whenever he's talking about jacob he says, my son, Jacob, he's 16, very politically active, cuts to Richard. The boy is literally a Nazi, <laughs> cuts to Meg. He's an alt-right troll dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that's that's when it kind of changes a little bit, the whole interview, and they start talking shit about people. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it changes. Yeah, everyone talking secondhand about Jacob is is like yeah. one of my favorite running get joke in the in the. No movie. wonder he's a troll. Yeah, they're they're all yeah. talking shit about him all yeah. the time. And and Walt is obviously like has no idea what's going on with his own kid. 
he doesn't he seems very he doesn't seem like he's modernized well because he even no. says to Meg, like, what do you say? Were you smoking grass? <laughs> or, or Yeah, were you yeah, smoking grass? Yeah, that's what he asked her. And it just sounds like it's such an old way of asking. Yeah, no one calls it grass anymore. Right. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Yeah. And then he says his argument with Harlan was over ebooks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not audible or anything. It's yeah. over ebooks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, how about our meme review, Jose? Uh, I'm going to give this one out of one glasses of milk in the will. Because uh, that's what Walt says to to Ransom. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> He's yeah, like, yeah. do you think he's going to leave you a glass of milk uh, in the will? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> that's what we needed today, for sure. Yeah, we did need a glass of milk. <laughs> I totally forgot he said that. Man, Walt is really the star of this movie for me. <laughs> Uh, I give this movie one grandpa boinking out of one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I give this uh, one bowl for barfed beans out of one. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Because I like I like the fact that he just nonchalantly just I need an empty bowl, please. <laughs> yeah. You you would miss it. You even missed it. I missed it until you know until the second time I watched. I'm like, oh, he's he's using her superpower against her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how about your real review, Brandon? My real review, I give this 10 out of 10. It's entertaining every time I watch it. Um, I do feel like it was totally snubbed mm-hmm. at the Oscars. Um, but yeah. um, I think I think the entire cast is well done. It's, yeah, just a fun watch. Mm-hmm. No matter if you've seen it five times, six times, a hundred times, like, like Jose. Um it's just it's fun every time every time you catch you catch little things here and there that you missed the first the first couple times you watched it and you see new stuff all the time it's very well done very smart movie yeah. uh, i also give it a 10 out of 10 uh i think uh michael shannon is the greatest thing and yelling about cookies is also fantastic <laughs> but uh yeah anna de Armas is is so good in this and really like her relationship with with Harlan is is like really what makes it um, makes her, her emotional stake in what happened like so interesting and and knowing that she's getting the money but she's getting it from the death of her best friend and having that whole ripple effect with his family happen is 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 so so good and how he, she was like the confidant like the person for him and then his whole family just the way that they treat her says so much how how disconnected he was with his family with her and like how they had different values um and yeah every single actor in this is like so on top of their game and like it's so well written um and i i i'm excited to see a lot more daniel craig as as his character it'll be a shame that none of these people are back but him being back is enough for me to want to watch it. The next one, Jose. Um, this is a ten out of ten for me too. It's it's one of my favorite movies. Um, I love that it's a it's a smart movie, but it doesn't spoon feed the audience, and it, it lets you come to your own conclusions, and then lets you figure it out on your own, and and it motivates you to try to figure it out before the movie's ending. Um. And it inspires multiple watches 
to, to catch everything and things that you miss and all the acting is well done um yeah i just i just enjoy watching this movie i think it's a good time it's well thought out it's well written the editing is really is really good and and it moves really well like it doesn't really slow down all that much and it doesn't feel like it has more more cuts than it needs to it lets a lot of the scenes really just breathe and the characters feel realistic feel like people who just had a family member die without feeling too dramatic um yeah just a lot about this movie is just really well done so yeah 10 out of 10 three tens hell yeah yeah well let's pick our next one one of the rare times yeah well we've had two we had parasite and this do we have any more um murder mysteries in the jar um i don't know we should throw uh, Murder on the Orient Express in here. Yeah. I hate that movie. <laughs> the old one or the new one? Uh, I've only seen the new one with uh, Kenneth Branagh. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I, I want to watch that and I want to watch Death on the Nile. I want to watch that before I watch Death on the Nile. I would watch it just to like say like form an opinion about it. I don't know. I have to rewatch it. I wasn't the biggest fan, but yeah. we'll see. Okay. Next week we're watching uh, Requiem for a Dream. Oh. Oh. Who is that? This is my pick. Your mm-hmm. pick. Um, right. This is one of nice. those movies that I've always had recommended to me that I've never seen before, but I thought it'd be a reason to watch. All right. You haven't seen it? No. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Whoa. Whoa. I was just thinking we should we should watch a movie that none of us have seen. Spooky. That is spooky. Yeah. That's weird. That's good though. A first. Yeah, Kyle recommended this to me, and so I put it in the jar because I wanted to. Oh, that's awesome! So it'll be the first time for all three of us. Hell yeah! That's okay. good. All right. Yeah. Nice. Kick ass. Nice. What's a requiem? What's I- a dream? <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. It's it's a weird word. It has a Q in it. I don't know what that is. Really though, what is a requiem? Is Do we want to find out before next week? Is it close to a rectum? Close, it, yeah. I've Rec- dreamt of a lot of rectums. <laughs> in your dreams? In, yeah, in my dream. It's, a, it's the only time I dream. Is it a music thing? A requiem is a couple of things. A, uh, an act or token of remembrance. So, or a mass for the repose of the souls of the dead. A mass for the repose of the souls of the dead. Or a mu- musical composition setting parts of a requiem mass. Well, that, 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 you can't have a definition of the word with the word in the definition. <laughs> I think it's that, saying that, that is, it's that a is, musical piece that for in first the, grade. For, for the <laughs> type of mass. I don't so know what you want a, from me, It's Brandon. a requiem for a What requiem? is a farmer? A person that farms? <laughs> that is but, the definition of farmer, Brandon. <laughs> but it's a requiem for a requiem. A, a requiem, requiem for, for a dream. dream. So a token of remembrance for a dream. But I'm saying that definition of requiem being be for a requiem is a requiem, a requiem for, for a requiem. requiem. Yeah. Okay. A requiem for a requiem for a dream. Well, go take a look at your rectums, folks, because we're going to dream about your <laughs> rectums next <laughs> week. Dream about them next week. <laughs> <laughs>